morning. I'm glad to see you all here. Um, all right, let's, let's pray. Father God, thank you for all your mercy to us. Thank you for everyone here this morning. Um, thank you for how you uh, cared for them. We thank you for giving us your word. Thank you for sending Jesus Christ into this world. We pray, Lord, that, it, um, that your spirit would work for your word and that you would uh, work in our lives. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so as, as, Nick, as Nick mentioned, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you all probably know, that yesterday was Good Friday, and tomorrow's Easter. So Good Friday is when we remember the, resurre- uh, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. We remember Christ being hung on the cross. So I wanted to read a couple passages that talk about uh, that time when he was arrested and tried and crucified. And, but as we're reading these, I wanted to focus on how the people acted, how the people treated Jesus, and how... Yeah, basically how, how they acted towards him. When they saw God face to face, when they encountered the Son of God, how did they act? <clears throat> so I'm going to read from, uh, first I'm going to read from John 19. <clears throat> so this is, uh, I'll give you a little context. So this is after Jesus has already been arrested. He's already had to answer, been, been questioned by the Jews and their leaders. And they brought him to Pilate. He's already had one interchange with, with, with Pontius Pilate, with the Roman governor that they brought him to, and, uh, and now it's kind of picking up in the middle of his time with, with Pontius Pilate. <clears throat> then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out wearing a crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement, and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? 
The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. <clears throat> so we see how, like how they treated him, how the different people here treated him. How the soldiers, um, it says that they, they, they put the crown of thorns on him, they put the robe on him, basically to mock him, to make fun of him, um, that, to, that, he, that, that he's supposed to be a king. They made fun of him by putting the crown on him. And they, they beat him up, you know, basically they tortured him. Um, so we see how that's how the soldiers treated him, and the 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 Jews and the, their leaders, the chief priests, um, they were so intent on putting him to death. They were over and over again persistent, even when you know Pilate, who's you know the governor of the region, was trying to stop it. They over and over again pushed that they want that they wouldn't be satisfied until he was crucified. And then we see Pilate, who wanted to do the right thing. He, he wanted to release him, but in the end, he did end up delivering him over, even though he said himself that he had authority to crucify him or authority to release him. And at the end of the day, he did, he did um, have him crucified. And then I wanted to look at another passage in, in Luke 23. This is when Jesus is... Uh, this is the actual crucifixion itself. So <clears throat> it says, uh, Luke 23:32, two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by watching, but rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. So we see that they, not only did they crucify him, but they mocked him as he was dying on the cross. And that's something that kind of, it sticks out to me when I, when I, when I hear about it or read about it, because I think, um, you know, here, you know, whether, even if they don't believe in him, even if they don't believe he's good, you know, isn't it enough that he's being put to death? Isn't it enough that he's dying on a cross? But they have to act, make fun of him also and say, say things like, uh, <clears throat> let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. So, and that's what the leaders were doing. The leaders, like, the, the leaders of, of what should be his people. Um, so, uh, thinking, thinking about how he was treated, and we have to remember who he was and how he came into the world. And Jesus came into the world to bring mercy to people. He came into the world as the light that shines into the darkness. He came, um, he came and he healed the sick, he gave the blind their sight. He made the lame able to walk again. He fed, he did miracles, like he fed, he fed the 5,000. Um, he cared for people's physical needs um, and was merciful to them in that, but more importantly, he cared about their spiritual needs and came to, to bring them hope. Um, and as Jesus came into this world with all this mercy and this goodwill to man that he, he came for, then we see how they respond. 
how they responded like we just we just read about. They called for his death, they mocked him and tortured him. Um, Pilate let him be crucified. <clears throat> and we know that uh, before this before this even happened, before the parts where I started reading, his disciples had left him. Peter had already abandoned and they denied him. And uh, they hung him on a cross and made fun of him as he was dying. Um, so I think that when we read about this, we might think the people back then were really messed up. The people like then really shouldn't treat people that way. But, <laughs> but that's, that, that, that's my point, is that um, if, we, if we're honest, we know that this is what people are like. This is how, this is how people treat each other. People are often cowardly, selfish, uh, people will go along with the crowd, especially once it's turned against somebody. Um, and people will kick someone when they're down. And we know that even even the torture, because I'm thinking, it's like it really shows the ugliness of people and the way people treat each other. But we know that in situations where there's like war or any situation where one person's given power over another, there are people do get tortured, people do get abused. That's the way. That's the way that we treat each other. Um, and we ourselves, um, in this room, we've, we've also, we've sinned and we've been selfish, we've been petty, we've been, uh, we've cared more about what people think of us and our status in this world than we've cared about God. And even like the, the part where we read about when Jesus, when Pilate said, said to the Jews, he said, shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, we have no king but Caesar. And that really is kind of the, the issue, is who is our king? And all of us in different ways in our lives, we've chosen other things or other people to, to be our king than God, than Jesus, when he is the rightful king. They, shouldn't, they should be saying, we have no king but Jesus, because he's, he is the one that really is our Lord and that we should be following. Um... <clears throat> So we haven't treated him that way. We've gone after other things. But there's good news. This is not, this is a this message is actually is, is good news. This is, that's why they call it Good Friday. And all these people that were part of the crucifixion that we that we've talked about, the soldiers, the Jews and their leaders, Pontius Pilate, um, they were all doing evil. They were all doing wrong, but they were accomplishing God's purpose. And God was doing good through what they were doing. Through Christ being sacrificed on the cross, through him being crucified, that's how God's mercy comes to us. Uh, the Bible says Jesus preached peace, and the way he preached peace was by dying on the cross to make peace between, uh, between God and sinners. And he came into the world to save sinners. Even though, we're, even though we don't deserve it, we're selfish and sinful, we're not not very different than the people that we read about if we were put in the same situation. But God comes to offer us peace. And if we, um, if we repent of our sins and believe that he died for us on the cross and rose again from the dead, then we'll be saved. We'll have eternal life with him. And the, other, and the good news is also that the story doesn't end there. As uh, Pastor Nick mentioned, that tomorrow we celebrate Easter, the Resurrection Day. And we know that that shows that even with all this coming against him, with all the hatred and the sin of the people, with all the sins, um, the sins of the world that he that he hung on the cross for, 
Jesus was victorious over all of that. He had victory over, over sin and death, and he showed that by rising again from the dead. And if we, if we believe in him, then we will also rise, rise like him. So that's what I wanted to share with you, and uh, I'll close in prayer. Father God, thank you, for, thank you for this time. Thank you for all the people here. We pray, Lord, that you would bless them, that you'd be merciful to them as you were when you were here in your flesh, Lord, that you'd be, take care of all their needs, that you would provide for them, bless their health, bless their families. And we pray, Lord, um, <clears throat> that, that, that you, most of all, that you would work in their lives, that you would bless them spiritually, that you would give them hearts to, uh, to, to believe in you and to trust in you and to love you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.